Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Glow Radio, episode 82. So today I have a bunch of updates I wanted to share with you guys just on my life, on my health journey. And I also wanted to chat about what to do when you are triggered. I feel like this is something that I've been reflecting on a lot lately, and I've just developed kind of a system for myself um to deal with triggers in my life so i thought i would share with you guys what i've been doing so first life updates me and clara are actually going to be moving very soon in december our lease is up and we decided to upgrade to a new place i am so so excited so backstory here last year clara and i had both gone through a breakup from a long-term relationship hers was like kind of like a normal breakup and then mine was like a bad breakup from a toxic relationship and it was funny because before when we were both still in our relationships we had mentioned a few times being like I wish we were single together I wish we could like live together and I guess we manifested it we both weren't very happy in our relationships got out of them, and then ended up living together. And it was really crazy how quickly we found the current place that we are living in because I literally booked like four appointments on a Saturday and then we ended up picking one of the places and then signed the lease literally the next day on Sunday. And I feel like that was just us really going with the flow of the universe as I've talked with you guys so much this year. I feel like that's something that I'm really learning to do and not kind of force things to happen my way, but to listen to the universe, be intuitive and see where the flow is taking me. So since that happened, we are currently living in a basement suite and it was kind of like a nice beginning journey to this next chapter in our lives but we are so ready to move out of here because there are so many spiders i can't remember i told you guys but literally i had two instances where i woke up and there was a spider like the size of my palm and it crawled on top of my pillow like over my head and i freaked out I'm also like quite blind, if you guys didn't know, like I wear contact lenses and my vision is not very good, but I could see this spider. So that means that it was huge. So that happened. And then another time I literally woke up again and there was another spider. It was about the same size, but a bit skinnier dangling on top of my head. And I feel like I had felt it touch my forehead and that was just not fun. So there are a lot of spiders in this place and we don't get a lot of natural sunlight because it is a basement suite. We get a little bit, but it's not the greatest. So I am looking forward to moving into our new place. So as we're looking for a new place this year, we also literally did it in a day. But this time we kind of started looking a little bit earlier. 
we were browsing, but nothing felt like amazing or didn't feel like the right place. And then I started booking a bunch of appointments and I think I booked about maybe like four or five, even more than that. I think I booked like four on one day and then I had two or three on another day. And this place we found was literally the first appointment. We just walked into the place and we we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we were looking for a two bedroom, a two bathroom because currently we share a bathroom and we just wanted our own bathroom. You know, we wanted an upgrade. We wanted more closet space. So one of the rooms has a master or one of the master bedrooms, the master bedroom has a walk-in closet, which I'm going to be taking. I'm very excited because Clara has a bigger room right now and she just said that I could have the bigger room. And there is also a den, so Clara is going to make the den into her walk-in closet. Very excited, just lots of space. We have a little backyard, a little deck, lots of big windows, so just very, very excited for that. Um, so yeah, my life is kind of a mess right now. We've started packing and things like that. So that's a little update on my life and moving journey. And another thing I wanted to update you guys on is my health. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast, if you guys have been following me on Instagram, YouTube, things like that, you'll know that I have been dealing with so many health issues and that has kind of been the theme of this year. I've been dealing with things like histamine intolerance, candida, adrenal fatigue, hormonal imbalance, anxiety, just like a bunch of crazy stuff. And I truly feel like everything came up this year because I was holding on to so much stress from all the previous years of my life, including the 13 years where I was in that toxic relationship. And I had a lot of unresolved childhood traumas that I didn't deal with really until this year. So that's why I feel like all these health issues are finally coming up because it's like a safe place for me to heal right now. Like I'm in my dream relationship, I'm in my dream job at the moment. And I felt like the universe was just telling me it's a safe place for me to heal and I need to deal with my shadow side. I got to deal with my darkness. So a little update on that. It's actually been improving a lot this week, which I'm very, very happy about because I've been dealing with this since February and it is November now. And it was really bad in the beginning because I could I could barely get out of bed because I was just having headaches and dizziness and crazy like anxiety attacks all the time and I had no idea what it was and then I realized mainly it was the histamine intolerance that was triggering everything because with histamine intolerance it means that your body is not able to break down histamines and everyone has histamines it's like necessary for our body it's to help us heal from things but when you have too much of it it causes a lot of inflammation in your body and it's basically your body attacking itself so I couldn't eat a lot of foods or I still don't I try to stay away from high histamine foods such as tomatoes avocado uh, banana um, what else is there beef pork and especially like food like leftover foods if you keep them for more than like two days I would say I try not to eat eat it because it tends to trigger me as well just so many like quote-unquote <clears throat> healthy foods are actually very high in histamines like citrus berries a lot of fruits so 
that was one of the main issues. And two weeks ago, I decided to go see a Chinese medicine doctor. So a TCM, traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. My friend recommended me to him. And I was like, sure, I'm open to giving it a try because I've kind of tried so many things and I feel like my body kind of changes. So I did go to acupuncture for a bit and then I felt like I already kind of maxed out the benefits of it because my body wasn't really changing anymore. And then I have been going to my naturopath and she's been giving me a few supplements that have been helping, but it's been like not so much of a drastic change or improvement that I was hoping for. And it's funny because last year I had similar issues come up. It was a little bit of a histamine intolerance, but it wasn't as bad as it is this year. And last year I went to acupuncture, naturopath, kind of did similar things and it just went away. Like my body just healed. But this year my body was a little bit different. So I feel like this is a reminder to any of you guys who are going through health issues is that your body can change. It can change every single year, every like day almost. And what worked for you before might not work now. And it's it's good to keep being curious, keep experimenting until you find what works for you. So I went to see the TCM. And the first time he saw me, he took my pulse, he looked at my tongue, and he said my main issue is chi stagnation and my body is not producing enough blood. There's not enough blood going to my head. So he said that I would probably feel like tired and not a lot of energy, probably not very good cardio endurance, which is true because I feel like, you know, my lungs are not as strong as they were before. And I have not been exercising pretty much since February, which is a crazy change because I used to be a personal trainer. I used to love like high intensity workouts, but I also realized that in the past, I really enjoyed high intensity workouts because I had a lot of anger built inside of me from all my unresolved trauma. And that was a way of me letting it out. And I feel like this year I've kind of, solved a lot of those traumas and released a lot of my negative emotions. So I I do really enjoy and miss high intensity training, but I've also developed a really like a newfound enjoyment for things like yoga, meditation and just living a slower life. And I talked about this in in one of my previous episodes on how I like embraced slow, intuitive living. That's in episode 80, if you guys want to listen to that. So the TCM told me these are my issues, and then he like makes a bag of Chinese meds, which are basically herbs ground up and cooked in a powder form. So he gave me a bag, and I'm supposed to take it three times a day for the whole week. So I did that, and the first week, I didn't feel like a huge difference. I did feel a little bit of energy. Like every time I took my dose, I would feel like kind of like a little bit of energy and then it would die off again and then kind of like that cycle. And he was saying, yeah, like every time you take the medicine, it's like your body's kind of developing more blood and it's not like an energy drink. It's just like my body's kind of uh, recovering and like healing. So that's why I feel like the burst of energy and then it kind of dies off. So I saw him again the second week and I also told him the first week I felt a little bit more anxiety. Like I almost had an anxiety attack a few times 
And I realized those days it was because I didn't eat enough. I find that whenever I don't eat enough, my body really goes into that fight or flight mode. And he was saying, yeah, it's because my body is getting more energy. So there is more energy for me to be in that fight or flight mode. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. And I was telling him, usually the week before my period, I tend to feel a lot better. And I couldn't figure out why this was. And he said, it's probably because that week, my body is developing more blood to prepare for my period. So that's why I feel a lot better because my body needs more blood. And then I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. So the second week, I've been still taking my herbs. He adjusted a little bit because uh, I've been having issues with my digestion. It's just been feeling a bit more slow. I feel a bit more constipated lately. So he's been adjusting that. And I feel like so much better this week. I wouldn't say I'm 100%. I think I'm maybe about like 60%, 65% of like my my old self. But who knows what my new self is going to feel like. I feel like by the end of this whole journey, I'm going to feel amazing. And I'm going to be like a completely new person. So I'm just very excited to see these changes and improvements in my health. My sleep has been getting better. That has been a one big issue for me like since February, I often wake up in the middle of the night at least one time, sometimes up to like five times. It's not fun. And I used to be someone who like slept all throughout the night, like very deep sleep. So that was definitely different for me this year. But the TCM has been working, so I'm going to keep you guys updated on that. And I wanted to get more into the topic that I wanted to share today about triggers. So there are two books that I have been reading that have been really helping my mental health and I thought I would share with you guys. So one of them, my friend Carolyn actually recommended me this book called Dare, The New Way to End Anxiety and Stop Panic Attacks. And this book has been really, uh, came to me really timely because I was reading it just before I almost had that panic attack that day. And I, I never used to have panic attacks until I think maybe like a year or two ago and I had no idea what I was experiencing. Like I would just feel very dizzy. It was hard for me to breathe. And I think the more I like thought about it, the more it consumed my mind and the more I was afraid of having these attacks. And the book kind of goes through like all different types of anxiety and how you can deal with it. So D.A.R.E. is actually like an acronym. And it's very interesting because I've actually never really heard anyone like suggest this way of dealing with it. So let me share with you guys what DARE stands for. So D stands for diffuse or diffuse. And it just means that instead of thinking what if thoughts you know when you have anxiety come up usually we're like oh my god what if i have a panic attack here in the car when i'm driving what if my heart doesn't stop pounding what if my constant anxiety doesn't go away what if i faint all these what if thoughts so he says instead of saying what if say so what so be like so what if my heart is still pounding my heart is a really strong muscle. There is nothing like this is nothing but a light workout for it. And just kind of give this like whatever attitude 
to your anxiety. Like, so what if I have a panic attack here in the car when I'm driving? I'll just pull over and get through it like I've always done in the past. And so what if I faint? Someone will help me and in two minutes I'll be conscious again. So giving this attitude to the anxiety, I feel like it's kind of like removes the buildup of tension because the what if thoughts like are kind of feeding into the anxiety. So giving this like what if or giving this so what whatever attitude, it's no big deal, kind of reprograms your mind. And the next step. A is to allow, so allow the anxiety and say to yourself, I accept and allow this anxious feeling, which I feel like is a very interesting response because I feel like a lot of people with anxiety, myself included, it's like you try to you try to avoid the anxiety, like you're so scared of it happening, you're like pushing it away, but he's like, just accept it and allow it. So let the guest come, like the uninvited guest being your anxiety to invite more crazy. And it's it's funny because he kind of tells you to have this humorous dialogue with your anxiety and be like, oh, oh, it's it's you again. Anxiety coming in. Well, like whatever, I'm still going to do my life and like get on with my day, but I'm going to allow you to be here. So that is A, and then the next one is R, is to run toward. So run toward your anxiety and kind of um, embrace it. Like say, I am excited by this feeling instead of being afraid of it. Choose to feel excited. And I feel like I have heard other like other teachers and other things kind of talk about this when is when you have anxiety instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm so anxious. I'm so nervous. I'm so scared of this is to choose to see it as excitement, because, you know, when your body is when your heart is beating, when you're having a workout like that's very normal and you don't feel anxious because of it. But when you're having it, when you're having a panic attack and during normal day, you're like not used to it, you're not familiar with it. So that's why you freak out. And I feel like after I started seeing it that way, like I can choose to feel excited. Like, oh, when my heart is beating before, let's say a very important work meeting or an interview, that's very normal. And we accept that feeling. So just approach it kind of like that. I'm excited by this anxious feeling. It's going to help me have more energy to do whatever task that is in front of me. And then the last step E is to engage. And this means to engage in something that will take up your full attention. And I feel like this is something that I've actually naturally learned to do before reading this book, because I found that whenever I have anxiety creep up, I'll just continue my conversation with someone like I'll keep talking. And when I keep talking, my brain kind of doesn't focus on the anxiety. So He's like, you can read a magazine, you know, something that's um, really engaging for your mind, like have a conversation with someone. It it keeps you in a state of flow and prevents you from getting hooked back into the anxiety loop again. So those are the four steps. Dare, diffuse it and allow it run toward and engage. And I feel like it was very timely that 
I read this right before I almost had that panic attack. Like I was on the verge of it. And of course, this doesn't happen perfectly every time, even if you know these steps. Like he mentions in the book, you know, you are probably going to have a setback. But it's okay. You know, that is kind of the journey of healing. It's not linear. It's an up and down journey. I've experienced that in my life just through all my physical health issues. Like sometimes I'll get better for a few weeks and then I have a setback, you know, but then I have more experience at that point than when I started. So I truly feel that every time I have a setback, I'm not starting again from scratch, but I'm starting again from experience. So that's one of the books that I've been reading. I highly recommend if you deal with anxiety and panic attacks. Another book that I've re been reading is by Louise Hay. It's called You Can Heal Your Life. And I love this book. I was first attracted to it because in the back, there's kind of like this chart of like so many diseases and sicknesses and everything that you could really think of. And it will tell you what, okay, the problem is, what is the cause, and a new thought pattern that you can replace your thought with. And this is like a very spiritual book, which I love, because I truly feel like your, your mind really impacts your body. And when you are thinking like negative, toxic thoughts, your body is not going to be healthy. So I truly believe that if you fix your mindset or improve it, then your body is going to follow. Like for me, I felt like I had all these health issues because my mind wasn't healthy. I was so stressed out all the time. I didn't know how to manage my stress. I didn't know how to say what my feelings were to people, to communicate them. You know, once I truly reflected, I realized how much I had to work on. So let's go through one of these issues here because I feel like it'll give you a better idea when I give you an example let's go through um candida because that is something that i've been dealing with and if you guys are not familiar with candida it's an overgrowth of bacteria in your gut it can make you feel very sluggish for me i get a lot of like itchiness down there which is not fun and it just like impacts so many things like your gut health is so important so candida the probable cause is that you're feeling very scattered Lots of frustration and anger, demanding and untrusting in relationships, great takers. And to replace like your, your thoughts, the affirmation is, I give myself permission to be all that I can be and I deserve the very best in life. I love and appreciate myself and others. So I thought that was very suitable and let's do a one that's like very common i know there's um one called or for like pimples and blackheads let me find it i like how she like included so many issues like there's like diabetes diarrhea eczema just so many things i do want to share the the blackhead one with you if i can find it in this book here blood 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 oh there's also asthma okay blackheads it could be that you are feeling dirty and unloved and the affirmation is i love and approve of myself i am loving and lovable so that's like an awesome part of the book i feel like you can refer to it time and time again and there's a lot of like just affirmations in this book and 
teaching you to reflect on like limiting beliefs. One of the activities, there's a lot of prompts in here. So I journal a lot while I'm reading the book. One of the prompts is to figure out where your limiting belief comes from. So you can write down like if it's from your relatives, from your family, your parents, your teachers, your friends. One example here, limiting belief, I'm not good enough. And where it came from is being abandoned and ignored. This is an example that Louise, I think from one of the clients she was coaching. So for this person who had this certain limiting belief, it was very difficult for him to talk. And he had just come off drugs and alcohol and silence had become a way of life for him. And his mother had died when he was very young and he was like taken in by an aunt. The aunt like very seldom spoke to him and he was brought up in silence. And he had a lover who was also a silent man and they spent most of their time alone in silence. And the lover died and once again he was alone. So that's why he had this belief of like being abandoned and ignored. Another example of a limiting belief is that life is dangerous and where it came from is from a frightened father. I feel like this is something that's very relatable to me because sometimes I feel like my my father has a very like skeptical, afraid kind of spirit. So I feel like I sometimes have this limiting belief because of all those years of my being around my dad and just like absorbing this energy from him. And that's not to blame my dad or anything. I know like he's doing his best, but it's just something that I've become aware of and it's something that I can choose to break the cycle of. So that is one of the things. Another one I wanted to share is that she talks about how you you can affirm yourself by saying you are willing to release the need of something. For example, if you feel like you are constantly criticized all the time and that's like your trigger, you just like feel like people are criticizing you, you can say to yourself, I am willing to release the need to be criticized. And just like keep affirming yourself that, you know, in the mirror, just in your mind, writing it in your journal. I thought that was very interesting because I've I've never really heard that from anyone else. And it's like I am willing to release the need for this headache or for this excess weight or for this lack of money. You know, whatever you may feel in your life, just say you release that need for that. And I feel like that's um, a good kind of stepping stone to being aware of what triggers you. And that's kind of the main thing I wanted to talk about today because I wanted to share this experience I had the other week. So I was having a moment of extreme road rage and that's pretty unusual for me because I feel like I don't usually get road rage much. And the thing is, so I was driving out of my home and there was a ton of construction the road was closed, so I followed the sign for a detour, and then I looped back around, but then the other road in front of me was closed again. So I was stuck in between two closed roads, and I'm like, where do I go? I have no idea where to go. I see the sign, it says, like, you're not supposed to go there, the road is closed, but it also said local traffic only. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just follow this road, even though it's closed, but I am local traffic because I live here. And I'll kind of see, I'll ask someone for help and see what the construction people say. 
But I get to the end of the road. It's like a very steep road too. And there's this construction lady and she's literally just yelling at me for driving there. And just not the reaction that I was expecting because I already knew that I'm not supposed to be there, but I was just asking for help or I wanted to ask for help. But instead I get bombarded with this lady who's just screaming at me. And I was so triggered, like I was livid. I was so angry. I honestly haven't felt that angry since I was in my toxic relationship. Like I haven't been as mad as someone as then. So I was so mad. I was literally gonna get out of my car and like fight this woman. So I took a long time to calm down and I went home and I did the emotion code. I've talked to you guys about the emotion code before where it's a process where you release emotions, like negative emotions that are trapped in your body using a magnet. Highly recommend you check out that book if you feel like you want to release negative emotions. So I was releasing and I, I knew I had absorbed a lot of negative emotions from this lady. Like probably she was not happy with her life, you know, and, and that's why she was acting the way that she was acting. And then I was reminded of a memory of my dad when I was younger. Like there was a time when I had accidentally closed the car door on my dad's hand. I felt really bad about it. and But he was like extremely mad at me and like just mad and punishing me for it so I I was like reminded of that and I felt so like just emotional about it I was like crying about it and I realized why I was triggered it's because there's been a lot of instances in my childhood where my dad or my mom have punished me for something that I did wrong and I already knew I was wrong I felt really horrible about it but I was still being punished and I feel like that's exactly the emotion that that construction lady had brought out of me because I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Like I was very frazzled already. Like I felt really horrible, but I'm like, I just need help. Like I need someone to tell me where to go. And by her reacting in that way, it just reminded me of how my childhood was. And once again, I'm not blaming my parents here. It's just something that I was aware of. And it's crazy how much your childhood really impacts the rest of your adult life like i've learned from so many psychologists and therapists and things like that like different platforms and people that i follow they say what happens to you in the first like five six years of your life really impact your the rest of your life your, your adulthood if you don't deal with it if you don't heal those areas if you don't forgive if you don't release so i just realized she brought up that certain memory in my childhood and it was like a really crazy moment i feel like whenever i feel triggered especially like as in an extreme way as that it's a a time for me to reflect and i know that there's something that i need to heal and i feel like i've developed the self-awareness so that i can do this and I really have a desire to heal. I want to be a whole person, as whole as I can be, so that I can be a good partner, you know, a good friend, a good family member, a good daughter. If I don't deal with these issues, like I'm going to keep perpetuating these habits and not being a very compassionate, loving person. So I share that with you guys because I feel like all of us can develop the self-awareness and I'm not putting myself like, 
above anyone and I'm not being like, oh my goodness, I've developed this awareness. So I'm like the best now. That's not what I'm saying. I just truly feel like all of us can learn this. And it's something that I'm still learning. I'm not perfect every time. Like I still get angry, negative emotions, things like that. But I've learned to allow myself to feel those feelings too. What I really appreciated from my boyfriend, Sean, is that when I was so angry that day, I was like having such a bad day. And he just said, I'm allowed to be angry, you know? I'm allowed to feel these emotions. And I really appreciated that because I feel like a lot of the times people tell us not to feel negative emotions. Like it's weird because when someone's happy, we don't say don't be happy. But when someone's sad, we tell them don't be sad. But you actually have to feel these emotions in order to process them and to release them. Because if you don't, that's when they get trapped in your body and it can turn into physical illnesses, physical sicknesses. So... That is something that was a kind of a huge healing moment for me in the past few weeks. And I wanted to share that with you guys. So yeah, it's been it's been crazy. I feel like it's been a weird period of time lately. I don't feel extremely creative, but I'm kind of also just going with the flow and trying to reflect and seeing where it is that I have fear that I need to let go of and just really reflect and continue my healing journey. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. Thank you again for listening. If you guys do enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. That would mean so much to me and it helps more people discover the podcast. So just look up Glow Radio on iTunes and go check that out. Follow us on Instagram at Glow Radio Co., or my personal one at underscore Jacqueline Sun, and you can check out my YouTube channel. I am going to be vlogging some of the moving journey, so if you guys want to see that, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I shall chat with you guys in the next one. Love you all. Bye.